0: in one timeout for Cincinnati and going deep into the end zone and caught by Chase
1: oh my goodness what a crab 34-yard touchdown
0: throw Burrow back to throw fires deep down the sideline Chase wide open touchdown bangles Hello and welcome to episode 174, 174 of Cincinnati, the Bengals UK podcast. My name is Paul Hirons. We're back after a week's break and uh, there's some stuff to talk about. It's all starting uh, slowly to whir into action over in Cincinnati. Rookie camps. I'm just seen a picture of Ted Karras snapping the ball to Joe Burrow. Uh, uh, on the practice field. That's exciting, isn't it? And for the first time, so there is stuff to talk about. And uh, as ever, to talk about all this stuff is uh, Nathan Palmer. Nathan, hello. Welcome back. How are you doing, my son? It's a pleasure to be back on here with you. That's right. You've been gadding around Europe yet again, haven't you? Um, You are becoming... uh, I think if anybody needs any travel recommendations for uh, Eastern... Uh, block countries and Central European countries, I think. Uh, Nathan Palmer is the man to talk to, aren't you, Nathan?
1: I do have a little jaunt out to out to Eastern Europe, son, I must admit. Uh,
0: and how how was it? Was it fun? Uh...
1: Yeah, a good little trip away to Bucharest for the weekend, you know, quite a cheap flight, enjoyable little weekend exploring the town, a few friends, a couple of good chats, the lagers were were flowing. It's yeah, very much, very much enjoyable.
0: Good stuff. Well, we're back uh, back in Blighty. Um, not that I've left Blighty, but uh, Nathan's back and I'm back in my hot seat, my special podcasting sexy seat. And uh, uh, we're here to talk about the schedule because um, over the years uh, the NFL have have tried to uh, basically make an event out of everything, and the schedule release is no different. So they were releasing. Uh, bits and pieces before the official press release, uh, the official release of the schedule. If you if you want, on Thursday night, and then by Friday morning, uh, we knew who the Bengals uh, were playing. Uh, well, we kind of knew who the Bengals were playing, but we now know when they'll be playing those teams. Uh, so Nathan and I will break things down. We've got uh, a bit of news for you uh, on the parish notice board. Uh, so you know, plenty to talk about, Nathan.
1: Hundred percent. It's always good. I think when you get the the schedule comes out, people can start thinking about if they want what yeah you know, what games they're going to attend, which ones stand out to them. You can start planning a few bits and pieces around it. And it, like you said, it starts to feel quite real, doesn't it, when you have the official dates and times in the diaries. So full steam ahead, as you said, some
0: We're not only going to be breaking down the schedule, but also giving our far too early predictions about records. <laughs> <laughs> which seems like a futile exercise, but it's a fun exercise to get everyone uh, juiced up for the season, not that anybody needs juicing up for the season. Uh, but, yeah, we'll give our uh, win-and-loss prediction our first ever, and then maybe at the end of the season, you know, in February next year again, <laughs> um, we can compare and contrast. How about that, Nathan? Does that sound good?
1: Yeah, I think that does so. I mean, we both, especially myself, I think I had us winning seven games last year, so I mean, yeah. after... We made a Super Bowl run. I'm not sure my opinion counts for a huge amount this time round, but we'll give it a go, won't we?
0: It never does, Nathan. It never does. I'm joking, of course. Um, well, it's off-season. As I say, life is football and football is life, so the two are now overlapping in quite spectacular fashion. Can you hear the birds tweeting outside? What a lovely...
1: It's quite a nice little addition to the podcast. Exactly.
0: Late. That's not a sound effect. That It's spring and summer. Spring. Is it... Okay, 16th of May. Quite a
1: nice time of the year. Sun's Absolutely. out.
0: Absolutely. Birds
1: chirping up, up, uh, up in the Midlands of the United Kingdom.
0: Um I feel like we've got an audience now. It's quite uh, off-putting. I'm just used to sitting in a, a dark room talking to you in these podcasts, but there's a there's a whole flocks of birds sitting outside my window tweeting enthusiastically. Uh, I think that's probably doubled our listenership, to be honest with you. So that's that's good. Right? Shall we uh, st- stop well, talking? And I want
1: to raise just before you just before you swiftly move on. Swiftly,
0: I like that. I like that. You get it, birds. Swiftly, swift. Hey, I, yeah. thought, I thought you might like that. No, but um, <laughs> do you know, I saw the other day on Apple
1: Podcasts. Yes. I, was, I was having a look at Cincinnati. Just when you posted the last one up, yeah, yeah. there's a one star review on there. Someone has given us a one star review, <laughs> on and I feel like it could be because of the you know the bird chat standards are slipping. So someone out there has said this is this is a terrible podcast, a one star podcast. You know what, what 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 do we make of that?
0: I mean, to be fair, let's balance it out. All the rest of the reviews were five-star uh, reviews. Um, so, I mean, having one uh, one stars from some miserable <laughs> out there—that's. Uh, uh, it's not going to bother me, to be honest. With you,
1: right? I feel like you've got to go two stars. I mean, it must have, maybe as a Steelers fan or someone like that. Exactly,
0: you? you can't you can't legislate for one star star reviews because it's someone with a an axe to grind. Maybe like it was one of our exes, perhaps. Well, you we didn't share. You know, we don't share girlfriends or past relations. You know, whatever. But one of our respective exes, maybe. um, or someone, as you say, Steelers fan, an embittered Steelers fan, at, just just really angry at the quality of content that we put out for Bengals fans, <laughs> and the Steelers don't have any of that kind of thing because they don't know how to work computers, Steelers fans. I just or, hope
1: it was the Bengals. Or, I mean, I, you know, at times this content's not always fantastic, but you think maybe. What do you
0: mean? Hold on a minute! I put a lot of work into these podcasts, man. <laughs>
1: you feel like a, you know you feel like you, i could see a two if someone gave us a two
0: what do st- you mean you're you're, review, you're giving your own podcast two stars what is going on here just
1: doesn't like one of us or both of us isn't there there's just going to be a bengals fan out there that there's so many so much choice these days you know that they they might be like these guys you know that their, their draft covers they don't know the measurables and all this stuff so he might lose his nut but i don't think it's one star is he? it could be two but i think you got hey, the- it's
0: a five-star program every i can't believe that you're even suggesting it's a two-star but we should put that on the promo two star the the best two-star podcast in the world i think but let, let's just read some of the five-star reviews because uh, you know i'm not uh, you know i've you, just you take I, this personally uh, selling so, i i am i am uh i just found out about this podcast last night i've worked my way through seven episodes so far that, well uh, he obviously hasn't listened to everything thing and hopefully not the early ones uh the hosts are hilarious and passionate paul is insanely knowledgeable about the history of the bengals uh, i'm from <laughs> Your- cincy I no that's not my mother writing this um, <laughs> i'm from cincy and i'm honored that these guys see what i see in our team hey. and our city the interviews they land are incredible and the questions are thoughtful i'm adding this to my rotation of bengal's podcast well wow. done gentlemen Wow. You see? Another one says a must follow for Bengals fans. Paul and Nathan are real fans that truly care about delivering quality content. <laughs> Nathan yep. Nathan's not even Uh, cares about delivering quite, he just wants two stars, Nathan. There's going to be a lot of opinions out there, (laughs) and
1: then there's going to be people that don't rate us, but I just don't think we're ones. I think you could give us a two, like I said, if you didn't love it. It's not a one, is it? So I hope it wasn't a Bengals fan, and if you're out there and you're still listening, let us know why. Let us know why we were one star.
0: And if you do follow us on Apple Podcasts, and I hate this when podcasts uh, say this, but I'm going to say for the first time on this podcast... (laughs) If you do listen to us on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe right. because uh, the more reviews that we get, the more good reviews that we get, obviously, uh, the easier it is for Bengals fans to find us. Yeah, so do rate, review and subscribe.
1: It's called subscribe. someone though, that gave us a one-star review <laughs> so we're in a bit of trouble there.
0: Well, um, if you did give us that one star review, I'd like you to come on to I'm not judging you, it's fine. You know, everyone, you know, you might hate me or you might hate Nathan, which is entirely likely, let's face it. Uh, <laughs> do come on and tell us why you gave us one star. And said, again, no judgment, no repercussions there. Uh, It's totally fine. I'm just, uh, I'm just interested. Uh, Well, Nathan's interested.
1: That'd be a massive interview, that wouldn't
0: it? It would. It probably our biggest interview, our most challenging interview. I think (laughs) going forward. Uh, We do average four out of four point eight out of five, so we're not doing too badly on the old apple apples. There. Um, Anyway, let's let's move on, shall we? (laughs) Moving swiftly on because we've got. I now feel pressure to deliver a five star podcast now at
1: least a 4.8 podcast so you're not living up to the bill exactly exactly
0: right should we go to the schedule then yeah. uh, week one you probably already know this but uh, let, let's just come along on, come along on this journey with us uh, dear listeners uh, week one 11th of September uh, Bengals host the Pittsburgh Steelers it's the first time I believe the Bengals have uh, hosted the Steelers in a season opener um, it may even be ever I think um don't quote me on that. Oh man, someone's already marked us down for that kind of lack of information. Haven't they really haven't got it turned but there we go. Uh Bengals at Steelers, a uh, fantastic game to start off with the uh old rival, a hated rival. Um yeah, I mean uh, an absolute barnstormer to kick things off really. Good weather, roasting weather on the banks of the Ohio. The Pittsburgh Steelers coming into town, and we send them packing with their tails between their legs. Uh, what a cracker!
1: I think it's the perfect game to kick off. I think it's out of all the games on that schedule, there's a lot of good ones. That to me is it stands out. I think first game since the Super Bowl, the Steelers. You can't imagine at that point. Um, opening up are going to be at their best. Um, You know, obviously coming in with a very different looking team than we've seen in the past, it's probably a good time to play and get a division win under your belt. I think most fans will be confident of a win, um, but by no means do you want to underestimate the Steelers. I mean, you know they're very consistent. They grind out wins. Mike Tomlin is a fantastic coach, but I tell you what, the tickets for that game are going to be a hot property in Cincinnati. And, and elsewhere, I mean, like, exactly like you said, the weather's going to be beautiful. You'd imagine the 11th of September opening day. You know what the Cincinnati Reds fight, uh, fans are like for opening day, opening day of the NFL season. That's a must-watch, a must-get ticket, um, and one I'm really looking forward to.
0: Absolutely. And the uh, Steelers have made reinforcements across their offensive line. They've uh, obviously uh, uh, drafted uh, Pickens as wide receivers. So, they, you know, they've got some dangerous pieces uh, I'm still going for a home win though, aren't you? Are you gonna go for a home win? Yeah, yeah,
1: I yeah, I am. But I do think it's a potential one that we could over like, you know, just overlook a bit. Because yeah. they're never an easy game for us, the Steelers, you know. Though we've been a bit more lucky against them in the last season or two, but historically our win loss ratio against them isn't great. And I think it's obviously the best we've looked in well, arguably ever and arguably the worst they've looked in a long, long time so that the odds will favor us massively. We're at home. You'd certainly expect us to win and I'm going to go for us to win, but do not rule out a bit of a slap round the face, get brought back down to earth. Cause I think if you're the Bengals, you can't, you can't go in there and be too confident. You know, it's a new season. The NFL's a funny old business. I think you just got to go in there very professionally and play a good game, and you should be fine. But it's a Steelers, a divisional game. You know, there's not a lot of new players either side. I think we'll be all right, but I've, I'm am nervous still. You know, so you not I'm not, I'm not counting my chickens just yet.
0: Week two, we go to Dallas and play the uh, Cowboys, a team that I I despise uh, pretty much uh, as much as the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, That is for British fans. A nine twenty-five kickoff uh, on Sunday. Sunday game. There was some speculation that we might even get a Thanksgiving game in Dallas this year, but uh, it's actually week two. Uh, I think this is. I mean, it's always tricky going to Dallas, and Bengals have not got a great record down there. Um, And in against Dallas, full stop. Really. So I don't know about this one. They've got some good players, but they're beatable. They are beatable, I think.
1: I I remember a while back, maybe even the last time we played them, we lost a really horrible game to them where we were the better team the whole match. Yeah, yeah. And they ended up coming back and biting us. I'm I'm going for a loss, unfortunately, in that game.
0: Okay. Uh, I've got a bad fit. As much as I would like to absolutely knack the Cowboys, I'm going for a loss on that one. Uh, Week three, we travelled to New York and the uh, New Jersey Jets, well, New York Jets, obviously, but in New Jersey. And uh, that's a one o'clock kickoff in the States and 6 p.m. kickoff over here, which is lovely. Um, Jets, much improved, I think. Lots of good players in the draft. Some pretty good uh, free agent pickups. They obviously beat us last year.
1: CJ Uzama, CJ
0: Uzama, you know. I'm still going for a win, a way win that one, because I think. We were stung by that Jets loss last year. And I do think the Jets will be better this year. Um, but I think we will we will be absolutely out to win that one.
1: Yeah, you've got to feel the win there. I, th- I think they've still not figured it all out, the Jets. They'll be better, I think, this season. Um, <laughs> I think that's the one you'd fancy us to get. I mean, it is away from home. It's a hard place to go. Um, to play the Jets, I've been there before for one of the last Bengals games there in New York. So fiery atmosphere, it'll be. They'll all be up for it. Game three of the season, like you said, they've got some new reinforcements. But I want to get. I'm sort of say we sneak a win there.
0: Next, well, only days later, our first of the five primetime games. It's Bengals hosting the Dolphins on Thursday. Uh, in America, but obviously in the UK it kicks off at 1.15 in the morning on Friday and it's Bengals-Dolphins. Again, you know, uh, fun-looking on paper, a really fun-looking game. Dolphins have obviously made some big splashes in free agency and the draft and, uh, and it's going to be under lights. I am going to go for a home win, though, despite Tyreek Hill, despite all these additions, and I do think the Dolphins will be... In the mix for a winning record this year. I think they're a good team, good looking team. No one really knows quite yet, obviously. But a home win under lights, I think it will be a nervy victory. A good game, but uh, a nervy victory for the, for the Bengals.
1: I'm going for a loss, Sam. Hello. I just think short week. Bengals in prime time. Dolphins, as you said, will be a lot better. They got some weapons. Um, I think it'll be a good game. I think it may be, be a heartbreaking close loss. So I'm, I'm going. So I'm going two and two at this point.
0: I'm three one. Nathan is two and two. Next week is another prime time game. Sunday night. Ravens in Baltimore uh, on the tenth of October. Um, hmm, interesting one. This. Uh, we always played, well, pretty much, apart from the last couple of years. Uh, we obviously smashed the Ravens uh, last year, but you'd hope uh, it's quite a, an early time to play them. So you hope pretty much everyone's healthy, so it's a nice, even game in, on paper. Still think we've got a great chance to beat them, because as much as the, the Ravens kind of wowed in the draft and addressed some of their offensive line problems and they might even sign a couple of free agent wide receivers. I still think their offense is a little bit uh, one dimensional and I think they are there for the taking, but just for argument's sake, I'm going to give that to the Ravens. Um, so home win for me on that one.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that the Ravens are going to be much improved. The Mark Jackson missed a big part of last season. Um, and I think with him coming back, he'd be fresh-legged, ready to go. Again, another primetime game. There's a decent rest for us, I guess, between that game. And you look at the Dolphins' game's 30th of September. Yeah, it's, it's-
0: like a mini-buy, isn't it, almost?
1: <laughs> yeah, it really is. You've got t- um, 10 days until that game. So a decent chance to sort of rest up and um, prepare for it. And I know we we absolutely throttled the the Ravens last year. So uh, they'll be keen for revenge. I think, again, it'd be a good game, but I think, like you said, I'm going to give that one to the Ravens.
0: The next week, uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Tyler Shelvin and a few other guys, big homecoming, big Louisiana homecoming. They travel to New Orleans and play the Saints on the 16th of October, 6pm kickoff in the UK, 1pm in the US. Uh, Could be an attractive game. um,
1: Very, that's not prime time. That game.
0: No, it's not. I mean, there was a lot of speculation. I genuinely thought that it would be. Yeah. But uh, Saints tricky team, sort of average team. They, you know, obviously dealing with. They're fully into the post Drew Brees era now, and now this year the post Sean Payton era. Uh, Jameis Winston, is capable of throwing for lots and lots of yards, but then making some daft mistakes. They've got a very nice wide receiver call with the addition of Chris Olave and now Jarvis Landry they've just picked up. Uh, I'm still going for a Bengals win though on that one. I think uh, Burrow and co. will be very motivated for this game and but it'll be another close, fun game to watch.
1: Yeah, it's a difficult one though. I mean, it's a way as well, which is it'd be difficult. But I mean, like you go through, like you said, no Sean Payton, Jameis Winston, more... Um, oh, I it's one of those. I wouldn't be surprised if we, if we, a bit of a banana skin for us with all the sort of hype around it. But I am gonna, I'm gonna just about give that one to us. I think and get us to three, a three and three.
0: Next week we stay in the NFC South and we play the Falcons at home. Another uh, six PM kickoff for UK fans. Uh, Sunday the twenty third. Bengals at home to the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta always tricky, always capable, always. Exciting. I don't. I still think they're in a bit of transition, uh, especially with the quarterback situation now as well. Home win for me all the way.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think you'd like to think that'd be quite a big win that one. I'm not sure that the Falcons will be up to too much this year.
0: They have got some weapons though. You know, be interested how. Be interested to have a nice look at Kyle Pitts. Um, anyway. Kyle Pitts
1: is a standout for them, isn't he? I mean, he's
0: he's the big guy. They've also got Alden Tate, haven't they? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how see, they use him. This. Um, and the next week, it's the, well, it's classed as a, a game on the 31st of October. But for us, it's the 1st of November. And it's a Monday night game uh, against the Browns in Cleveland. And uh, that'll be a twelve fifteen kickoff for UK viewers on the Tuesday morning. Um, well, uh, the Browns then. I'm going to put this down to a loss. Uh, but I think it'll be a very competitive game, and I, th- I think they'll want to do well against the Browns after being beaten twice by them uh, last year. But of course, it all depends on the Deshaun Watson situation. They got still got some really good players. The Browns—it's just where they can put it all together. They—they've never really put it together, and you know, I'm kind of betting on them to not put it together still. But they've got a chance again, and we may lose this one. I think.
1: Uh, yeah, you got to think that a bit like the Ravens are going to be out for us. you got to think the Bengals are going to really want to set the record straight against the Browns. They've not been on a good run against them in the last couple of years. Um, obviously, they're going to look very different, the Browns. But I do think that's a game that could be quite tricky. And I'm going to go with you, son. I'm going to go Browns win, unfortunately, in that
0: one. At the moment, I've got the Bengals with a 5-3 and three record and you've got them with 4-4. Four and four. The next week... Uh, they play on Sunday, the 6th of November, 6pm kickoff U- UK time. Bengals versus Panthers. Uh, be interested to see who the uh, starting quarterback is for the Panthers next uh, season. But no matter, I'm putting this down to a home win, I think. Home win for me. And the next week is a bye week. And the week after that, we go to Pittsburgh for a Sunday night game. Uh, on well, in the UK, it's the twenty-first of November, uh, one twenty kickoff, and uh, under lights yet again. And do you know what? I'm going to go for an away win on this one. I just think, I don't know. I just got this feeling that we're starting to turn the tide with the Steelers, and uh, I'm going to be generous and give us a home, sorry, a home win, an away win, so we sweep the Steelers again.
1: Yeah, I'm going with that as well. I don't think the Steelers are going to... It's so, so difficult to write the Steelers off and when they've been so good. I mean, ever since I've been an NFL fan, I think they've had one or no losing seasons. They've just been so consistent performance-wise. And, um, you know, it would be absolutely fantastic to sweep them um, again. But... Yeah, I think we're going to do it, son. I think I think this is when the Bengals, I think, will just start turning the heat up and Joe Burrow will just be saying, right, come on then, let's all get into, you know, let's step it up a gear now, coming down the straight. There's a lot of good teams in the AFC this year. You want yeah. to make sure you're winning your games in the AFC and keeping pace. And I think that that would be a good one to win, really set a statement out on um, primetime TV.
0: And just like last year, actually, after the bye, the games come thick and fast, obviously, but they get, Noticeably harder, or at least against teams that had yeah. playoff uh, runs last year. So the next week, we travelled to Tennessee on the twenty seventh of November to see to play the Titans again. And you know what? I was watching the rewatching the Titans playoff game, and we should have finished them off. At, we were the better team in that game, and if it wasn't for all those sacks, I, don't, I think we would have actually kind of won quite handily against an above-average Titans team. But, you know, and fair play to them. They got the number one seed. But I always thought we had a chance against Tennessee, and so it proved. And um, It's obvious that the Titans will be absolutely gagging for some revenge in this game. I still think the Bengals are going to just laugh in their faces and pull their pants down and walk out of Nashville with a victory. It's just a feeling at the moment.
1: Ooh. I mean thing is it's like this is what i think you've got to you're looking at those panthers like you know panthers Falcons, steelers games get teams that you feel like you should be beating and at this point you're 10 games into the season seven left you need to sort you need to get well above 500 to stand any chance of getting in the playoffs so you've got your 6 and 4 imperative you do win those games against like the easier sort of games that you'd see at the start of the year like on the schedule panthers steelers stuff like that Titans is where it just starts to get, the temperature starts raising, doesn't it? Some of those teams that are going to be knocking around the playoffs, you obviously got the Chiefs next week as you'll go on to say, my son, but that Titans game, nice nice six o'clock, one o'clock game in the US. Um Oh, I'm going to give it to us. Go on, I'm going to be generous. I'm feeling generous, so we're going to do. I mean, these games now
0: are really just a toss of a coin. I think because we obviously can't predict what's going to happen now. You know, you're going to get injuries. You're going to get some teams who go off a cliff and have bad seasons for whatever reason. You're going to get teams like us last year who just come from nowhere. So you know, it's it's a silly exercise, but at least it you know it's it kind of as I say generates a bit of excitement. Next week, another big one. Um... Uh, it's a 9.25 kickoff, uh, but a Sunday game. It's, what a game. It's the Bengals Chiefs, uh, another home game. Um, ooh, I mean, we've beaten them twice. So, you know, logic would dictate that um, we've got their number a little bit. And knows how to, at least in the second half at least, he knows how to stop that. Chiefs offense and they've lost a major weapon, but they've added some they had a really good draft, I think, the Chiefs. Um what do you what do you think about this one?
1: I think the Chiefs are gonna get their revenge. Um I think Patrick Mahomes, you can't deny the talent. I know they've lost Tyreek Hill, but like you said, they've added some guys um in free agency in the draft, some good players, both sides of the ball. I think that it would be a big task for Joe Boy to turn over Patrick yeah, Mahomes. It would be, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would just be an enormous statement from Joe Boy. I mean, it's an enormous statement to turn him over twice, you know, um, especially one of the games being away from home as well. But I think the Chiefs might just pip us on this.
0: Yeah, I'm going for law of averages. Let's say the Chiefs win this one. But I would not be surprised if we beat them again. I really wouldn't. I, I don't think I'd be surprised any... any... What the Bengals did this year, this coming, I wouldn't be surprised on anything they did. I really don't. Bengals Browns, I'm going for a split in the series. I'm going to go for a Bengals home win. That's the six o'clock kickoff in the UK on 11th of December. What are you saying? I'm going for a home win on that one to split the Browns series there.
1: This is when it's getting hot, isn't it? Eleventh of December, coming towards Christmas, things happening. You, you know, every game's got some implications for the playoffs. Obviously, the division as well. I'm sure the Browns will be at least competitive and looking for the division this year. So, um, <clears throat> I'm going to give it to us. Yeah, we at that point at home, things are going to really be heating up. I, I fancy Joe Boy to. To cook something
0: up. OK, we've got two games left. I am uh, on 10 and 5. Nathan, you're only a game back on 9 and 6. This is a big one. Monday, January the 3rd, 1.30am, uh, we host what many reckon to be the best team in the AFC, the Buffalo Bills. Huge game. Um, I have no idea about this one.
1: I think we win it, Sam. I think... If this is the Bengals, they've got the heat on, the playoffs, they've, they've got a the taste for it. The best teams get good at the best time of the season. The Bengals are at home. Um, they've got to win. I mean, they need probably 12 games to just probably secure the division, you'd, you'd say. I mean, 11 might do it as well because the Steelers probably aren't going to be a big factor. Ravens maybe, but... I think that might be our signature win and something that give the team a ton of confidence going into the playoffs if we make it. So I am going to go out boldly there. I know it's prime time, which has me worried a bit, but I mean, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Bengals win there in a, in a freezing cold game. Um, yeah,
0: I, I think I'm with it. I'm going to go. I think oh, it's going to be a fantastic game, isn't it? A real mouthwaterer, uh, a real juicy fruit of a game, I think, and. Um, yeah, both teams have lots to play for, or not, as the case may be. We might have secured the division. Who knows? We may be gone off a cliff. Who knows? Buffalo might have a shit house this year. Who knows? You know what I mean? Um, but they're more than likely to be locked in a divisional race with the Dolphins. But you know, you expect the Bills to have won that division by then. We're playing. You know, we're playing for playoff seeding places now, and you know they're yeah. they they've got great players. Josh Allen, superb. Stefan Diggs, superb. Um, yeah I think we just edge it I'm going to go with an edge win uh, and then it comes to the Ravens at home 8th of January Um, I haven't announced the time yet so I'm guessing they're just seeing and weighing up or will weigh up uh, the significance of this game I'm going for a home win I'm going to split the series with the Ravens another really tough game but I I like us at home against the Ravens Um, so yeah what about you for that final game? These games are
1: always interesting, aren't they? Because they can be phenomenal games that mean everything and you might the division might be on the line, playoffs might be on the lines, number one seeds might be on the line or for one team it could be a dead rubber and completely irrelevant and we rest the starters. <laughs> I, I, I find it really hard to believe that either team was come but both teams would be out of contentions i think someone's gonna be playing for the big ticket but uh, oh i'm undecided on this side i really am i'm gonna go i'm gonna go for a bengals win and i think we've got we're firing into the playoffs after two big wins against the bills and the ravens and we're on high and we're going in all feeling warm and cuddly into the playoffs
0: I like it. Well, I got us finishing twelve and five. You've got us finishing eleven and six. So pretty similar. Really tough schedule. I say some incredible games uh, to look forward to. Let us know what you think of our predictions. Let us know how your uh, or how you think the season will go. At Hude underscore UK on Twitter, Bengals UK on Facebook. Uh, let's quickly get to our parish notice board. Um,
1: <laughs> you say that. You Say that, son. Can I just can I just say something? Yes, you may. The one the one thing I'll say to you, son, to be honest, is what it comes down to for the Bengals is can you keep Joe Boy on that field for seventeen games? Because I think if you can, I can't see how we wouldn't win ten games with Joe Boy active the whole season. I think if he goes down at any point and Brandon Allen goes in, or anything silly happens like that, then it's going to be a complete crapshoot, and every prediction we've made goes out the window, as you've said. But I'm that confident with Joe where he can just see out those 17 and it's a difficult schedule. There's some very good teams on there that we've gone through and um, there's going to be some tough games for sure, but I just can't see with him playing his art out us not winning 10 games, you know, at least getting Mm -hmm. that and seven in, which I think would probably get you in the playoffs. It might not, but you'd be very unlucky. I think going 10 and seven to miss out, um, especially in the new format with three teams going in as a wild card. So, I'm I'm fairly confident that if he can just play all of the games we'd be fine but you know it's always a you can never say that you know guarantee that can you but um mm. go on Joe boy
0: Okay uh, to our parish noticeable, we have some news we have teamed up with for the first time actually with uh, touchdown trips who have offered to uh, organize a trip to Cincinnati yes Cincinnati Ohio British Irish And all European fans who want to make it to come to the UK to fly out with us. Uh, Sometime during the autumn, a game is to be decided. That is uh, happening right now. Um, Flights are obviously included. Accommodation, minimum three-star hotel. Obviously transfers to and from the airport, uh, to and from CVG there. Uh, Some sort of tailgate experience. Obviously a game day experience, some sightseeing, all kinds of things. We're working in the itinerary now to try and uh, make it as fantastic for those uh, who are interested um, as can be. So if you are interested in uh, coming, uh, you know, it is going to be over a £1,000. Let's face it, it's tricky to get to uh, Cincinnati directly, so that always pushes the, the price up, unfortunately. Uh, but if you are interested in coming along, we've already had fantastic uh, feedback and interest. Lots of people out there want to want to come on this trip. Uh, go to touchdowntrips.com slash bengalsuk and uh, you can register formally your interest. And of course, you'll be on then the mailing list. And then as soon as the itinerary and everything gets worked out, you'll be the first to know. And then there's obviously um, all that kind of stuff to come still fairly early in the process. Obviously, the schedule has just come out, so we're just working. I know the guys at Touchdown Trips are working with the Bengals to uh, figure out which game will be best in terms of uh, ticket availability. So, uh, But do come along. It should be quite a laugh. Um, Remember, touchdowntrips.com slash Bengals UK. I think there will be quite a few Bengals fans that go out to Cincinnati. So those in Cincinnati listening to this, lock your doors. And uh, come out and meet us. Hopefully there'll be some opportunities to come out and meet all the UK fans that come over. That'll be fantastic. Uh, just a word about our own meetups uh, this side of the pond. We are planning to take Bengals UK out on the road a little bit. Starting with a a summer meetup uh, to be confirmed. I'm not going to say anything just yet. But there will be a summer meetup in the off-season. So watch out for that. There will be uh, a meetup. Uh, somewhere outside of London to watch either the first or second game of the season and of course we're looking um, at another meetup probably in London in at the end of October. So lots of things in the pipeline, Just uh, we're just sort of dotting the I's and crossing the T's. So do uh, look out for our socials and listen to this podcast and obviously we'll keep you up to date with all the news. Okay, and as ever, we're going to go to your correspondences, uh, Donny at Ippy Don. Schedule looks tough, but to be positive, anyone who sees the Bengals on theirs will be thinking that's a tough game too. Uh, that's uh, that's a fair point. What are your guys' thoughts on signing Quinton Spain? Yeah, I'd personally like it, but I don't think they will. I think it will just he'll just, you know they'll make a signing in season if they need to. I think I don't. It depends how training camp goes as well, whether Jackson Carmen returns with a you know a clean head, uh, a motivated head and body, and um, also uh, we've got to see how Cordell Volson uh, works out as well. So I wouldn't be against it, but I think Quinton's ship has sailed. Maybe to Spain, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think he I, he must be pissed off Quinton's Sp- but. And I think you can see that through some of his social media posts recently because he had a pretty good season last year and came in and did a pretty good job. Not Nothing crazy, but I thought he played well at times and certainly wasn't one of the worst players on that line. Um, but, you yeah, know, I I, don't, I, think you're right. So I don't think they will. I think they're, they're content to see what they've got in Jackson Carmen and um, Cordell Volson. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I think there's an injury, anyone, there's an injury in camp or anything like that. They'll be straight on the blower to him, but obviously that's at the risk that other NFL teams out there are going to say, look, there's a starting guard here, um, knocking around and, there's going to be injuries in camp. There's going to be injuries in the preseason, And I, I think Quinton Spain, I'd be shocked if he didn't find himself on an NFL roster before the start of the season and quite possibly starting games. I think more than anything for him, it'll just come down to, is he healthy? Is everything check out? There's nothing beyond the scenes that we don't know about. But if all is well, I think he's going to find his way quite quickly onto an NFL roster. day at Houdé
0: 918583. Um, tough schedule but I believe this team injury suspension free could go 13-4 and four. sweeping the Steelers and splitting with the Browns and Ravens we will lose to the Browns, Bills, Bucks and Ravens no reason we can't make a return to the Super Bowl here here who day 918583 um, shock <laughs> handle Rob Hill at uh, Logan never held Um Schedule is very tough. Injury is accepted in the second half. It's more vital than ever that we get off to a strong start. I'm relaxed about our roster. Although that fourth receiver spot will hopefully still be addressed. Quite weird to have an anxiety-free off-season for a change, isn't it just? Um, Jamie at Trequart Beaster. At this point, how many times have you watched the AFC Championship uh, back? I haven't yet, you know. I've watched some highlights, but I haven't yet. In fact, um, I think we're going to be doing some more watch parties in the summer. And uh, I don't doubt that the AFC Championship game will be one of them. What about you, Nathan? Have you had time to watch anything back from last season?
1: No, I've not watched it back in full, that game. I have watched the highlights. Um, oh, you've got to be talking 10, 20 times, I reckon. <laughs> but the, the way we won it. I mean, I was watching it over and over. I mean, it's just such a fantastic game. I'm Possibly the best... Um, Sported moment of my life, and you know, you've got to say that it was an absolutely thrilling contest as well. But... Oh, it was a great game, wasn't it?
0: Great, game. Yeah, a great, I... great, oh. uh, great meet up as well. If you remember, down at the Chili Bomb, unbelievable. Uh, Dan Southall at Wolf in Derby, um, solid, it, solid handle. It's a tough schedule, but our guys are fighters with incredibly high ceilings. Looking forward to a good season again. I'm not sure if Dan is referring to their. Houses and the architecture of the houses there with the high ceilings or whether they're they're playing talent, I'm not sure. I never quite understand. I always get it mixed up with high ceilings and low floors. It does sound a bit like uh, changing rooms, really. Um, Tactical Giles at Giles Row. Relatively easy first half. Good to build up momentum going into the bye, which is in a nice place. The run is tough. The running is tough. But it was last year and I feel that helped us. Get in the zone for the playoffs. Not happy about all the late games, but that's the price of success. Uh, Dan Waite, at DNKW twenty-one. Uh, uh, you'll like this one, Nathan. Twenty-two to one to win the lot. I'm all over that.
1: Yeah, I mean. Uh, that's probably about right, isn't it? I mean, you, you've got to think what's the odds of us making the playoffs. You'd say maybe 50-50, maybe just slightly better than that. And then you got to probably win t- three games to even just get to the Super Bowl and then another one to win it against good teams. i uh, probably feels all right, I think. I, I, I wouldn't say, you know, maybe 20s, but
0: mm.
1: it feels too high.
0: Jazz Dylan at J Dylan J. It's a game of two halves. Pre-bye week looks like a good set of sp- Fixtures, but an incredibly tough run in. Hopefully, a good first half of momentum will take us back into the playoffs. Absolutely. Um, Dom at Dom underscore three oh zero three. Sorry, uh, struggling to understand why the Dolphins game is primetime rather than the Chiefs or Bucks. Surely, there's a better story and better game out there. I, it might be just uh, Dom that they have to distribute the primetime games. As evenly as possible, and you know, the Chiefs and Books probably w- I would almost guarantee you that they, without looking at the schedule properly, now that they all have you know the maximum number of primetime games, so it's just a matter of mixing and matching and making sure some teams get others. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it, but still, I think the Dolphins game will be a good game. Sean at Disciple of Ange, um, love that people want to watch us because we're good. Hate five four thirty a.m. finishes along with three twelve thirty or so finishes. Sleeping patterns is going to be are, are going to be messed up. On the bright side, though, I can watch a lot of red zone. this Yeah,
1: year. I mean, that is a good point, and that is a very good point. I mean, that that's the one plus of us playing those prime time games is you can sit there with red zone on and really, you know, get a good feel for things, and it is such an entertaining product. Um so that is nice to see what other teams are doing, and it sort of doubles yeah. the amount of NFL that you watch, I guess, in some ways. But those prime time games, I mean, they they are hard work, aren't they? Especially oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sunday night ones in particular are pretty horrible because then you you know you're waking up well, you're going to bed. Sorry. At, you know, four, or five o'clock on a, in the morning on a Sunday night, and you have got work, and even if you're working from home, it's not ideal, is it? So they are quite, quite difficult. The Thursday night ones aren't too bad, um, but also the Monday night ones. So,
0: yeah, it,
1: not, they're not great, are they? Not for us old timers, anyway. so
0: No, exactly. And uh, CJ, who CJ makes that point. Um, he thinks that uh, he he doesn't see why well, we can't make it to at least ten wins. But the number of primetime games will be hard for us here in the UK, especially for old gits like me and, uh, well, and you as well. I know you're getting older too. Uh, Steve Dossett at Steve Doss, Steve Doss, I should say. Uh, Book my tickets for the visit to the Buccaneers. Gotta love an Xmas holiday in Orlando. Or Tampa. Don't go to Orlando, Steve, because you're not going to see any games there. Go to Tampa. That's my advice to you. Don't go to Orlando. Um, go to Tampa. Uh, and actually a lot this week. Um, I think, you know, just seeing that schedule is fantastic. Just seeing, like, the rookies back on the practice field is, is just fantastic. And just seeing Joe there uh, out on practice field, taking snaps from Ted Karras, looks great. Um... Wow, it's uh, it's just fantastic, isn't it? Um, right, we're working on some special guests, so hopefully we'll have uh, a few other bits and pieces for next week. Uh, so until that moment, it is a hoot day from me.
1: And a hoot day from me. Cheers, guys.
0: And it should also be noted that the views and opinions expressed within this podcast do not reflect those of the Cincinnati Bengals organisation.